All right, guys, welcome back to episode number three of the Totally Worth It podcast. I'm Kendall. And I'm Haley. And we are your hosts. Hello, dear. Hi. How are you? I'm real tired. Real I'm tired, tired every time we do this because it's like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> it is late. Well, it's not late right now, but. It feels late. It feels late. Yeah. Every day feels late when the sun goes down. Yeah. It goes down a lot earlier now. Mm-hmm. We're coming out of it, though. Are we? Yeah. It's slowly, slowly. When does that change? It won't change till March, I think. But in February, it's supposed to already be like 30 minutes or an hour earlier. I don't I don't, know. Under, I don't understand how that works, you know? I, I mean, know, I get it. I don't want to go down that rabbit it's hole. It's probably some kind of... Because I don't understand thing. how some people do time change. Some people Other don't. states don't. Like, how does that even work? Or when planes are landing and like yeah. time. I don't even want to go there. Yeah. That's, a, <laughs> that's another time. Yeah. Another conversation for another day. Um, today is, what is today? The 22nd. Today's the 22nd of January in the year 2024. How exciting. What a time to be alive. Yeah. You know? I'm not sure why, but it's a good time to be alive. I reckon so. Um, so, episode number three. Got a couple things to talk about uh, this week. Um, for anybody who's listening for the first time, we appreciate you stopping in and uh, having a listen with us. If you like what you're uh, hearing um, feel free to follow us and share this podcast with somebody else. And uh, without further ado, we can uh, get into it. You ready? Yeah. All right. So a couple topics. Um, make sure my phone's on vibrate. Um, let's see here. Oh, it's um, uh, it's almost su- it's Super Bowl season. It's Super Bowl season. Yeah. Uh, football's in full swing. Yesterday. The Detroit Lions beat the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. And they will be playing. Let's see. Hang on. I know the 49ers won. Yeah, the 49ers played. Who did they play? I watched it. The Green Bay. No. Yes. Yeah, they beat Green Bay. Yes, the 49ers beat Green Bay and the Detroit Lions beat Tampa Bay. So now the Detroit Lions will play the 49ers for the NFC Championship this coming week. And the Ravens will play the Chiefs for the AFC Championship. The Chiefs played the Bills last night. That's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking about. Oh. Um, that was a really, really, really good football game to watch. Um, not that I really got to watch much of it because I was at work, but it was a very good football game. I felt bad for Josh Allen, the quarterback of the Bills, because I really want to see him uh, win a, a Super Bowl or at least go to one. It's just hard when you're in a conference with all the big teams, like yeah. the Ravens and the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes and all them big shots. But anyway, those Buffalo folks are an interesting breed. Yeah. And there wasn't even any snow at the game, so hmm. and, uh, it was at Buffalo, I'm pretty sure. So, uh, but that was a good game. The Chiefs won. I was kind of pulling for the Bills, but oh well, don't always get what we want. 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, so the they'll have the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship next week. And then there'll be a week in between yeah. for the Pro Bowl weekend. And then there'll be the Super Bowl. And I am off of work for the Super Bowl this year. Cool. So we need to plan something for the Super Bowl. Okay. Does that mean people have to come here? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I would know. rather them come here. I don't really want to go anywhere. I agree. I don't want a bunch of people, though, but I, I would like to do something for the Super Bowl since I'm off this year. Yeah. And we finally have a house and uh, all that good stuff. Yeah. Sure. Um, Let me ask you this. Uh, I know you're not a super huge football fan, but you are a Cowboys fan, which means you <laughs> don't have anybody to pull for anymore. Um like myself um let's see the so detroit plays san francisco 49ers and the chiefs you you want to see the 49ers and the chiefs yeah that's what that's who i think it'll be i want to see the 49ers and the ravens but i think it's going to be the ravens versus the detroit lions in the super bowl oh i forgot about the other yeah I don't know. I don't know. I'm just kind of. So it'll I don't it'll care about it'll either be teams? the Chiefs or the Ravens on one side, and then the 49ers or the Lions on the other side. So, wait, Chiefs. The Chiefs Ravens. have to play the Ravens this upcoming week, and that's the game that'll tell who who out of those two goes to the Super Bowl. Okay, I think it'll be the Chiefs and the 49ers. Chiefs and the 49ers. And I'ma just go. Whose phone is that? I don't mind. Or is it my computer? It might be the computer. Probably. Um, I don't know because I don't have any. Huh. I don't know. Anyway. But um, I'm just going to go against the grain of popularity and pull for the 49ers. No, I'm, 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 I, I like the 49ers. I want, I want the 49ers to do well because they have Christian McCaffrey and I want to see him win a Super Bowl. Yeah, maybe that's he, why. He deserves to win a Super Bowl. That is one handsome man. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, boy, he is a beautiful man. Anyway, uh, all right, he, then. he is a beast, though. Um, so yeah, Super Bowl's coming up, and uh, I want to put something on the grill for the Super Bowl. Of course, on the smoker. Could be a good time. What would you prefer? What you like for what to eat for the Super Bowl? What wings. kind of stuff do you like to eat for, you just like wings? Wings and dips. Wings and, and things. Wings and things. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm a app, I'm an appetizer person, so I like all the dips and the finger foods and stuff like that. Yeah. You're an app girl? Yep. I'm an entree kind of boy. <clears throat> we know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> um, okay. So, a little bit of other news. Uh, Ron DeSantis dropped out of the presidential race today, or two days ago. that was about time. So, now it's just uh, Trump and Nikki Haley left on the Republican primary. Can't imagine who will get that. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, everybody that's (laughs) dropping out is uh, endorsing Donald Trump. So, we shall... uh, (coughs) Excuse me. We shall see how that turns out. So my my imagination leads me to believe that it will be Trump versus um, probably whoever the 
Democratic Party. I don't even know who the Democratic candidates are. If it's not Joe Biden, it'll be Gavin Newsom. Oh, I don't know who The governor of California. Oh, God. He's their guy. Really? If it's not Biden, it'll be Gavin Newsom. California Which both are me. both are a disaster. California scares <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah, California is terrible. They have just like adapted things and new rules that just don't even make sense. Yeah, this is a nightmare. There's like Armageddon in in just within the boundaries of the state. It's yeah. crazy. I don't want to be there. Everyone, everyone wholesome has left, and now mm-hmm. it's just like the streets are just lined with like tents and drug addicts. Yeah. And they're like, come on, California, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Move to California. I'm <laughs> we'll okay. tax, tax you five times higher. And you can only drive electric cars. Or when a- the power grid goes down, you're all stuck. And drug addicts can live on your front lawn legally. Yeah, legally. yeah I don't want to go there. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah, so there's that. Um, let's see here. Um, do you want to do the, uh, did we say we were going to do the kitchen thing? Yeah. First? Yeah. Why don't you do that? Okay. So, my voice is going out. I apologize. Um, what is one of your biggest kitchen fails? Like, either went totally wrong, completely horrible, just, what was your biggest kitchen fail so far in life? I've had a, I've had a lot of those for anyone who's listening. But that, what's like the first one that comes to your mind? Well, to preface it for anyone who's listening who doesn't really know us, I love to cook. And he's very good at it. I love to cook. And most people or most men in their 30s go either <clears throat> when they're not working, they go hunting or fishing or, you know, whatever it may be. Hang on a second. And we're back. We had a little uh, air conditioning issue. The heater came on. It was really loud. Yeah. What were we talking about? The food. Yeah. Uh, kitchen kitchen fails. fails. So most guys love to go hunting, fishing, whatever it may be. But I, what I love to do is cook. So I like to go hunting at the grocery store <laughs> and buy a bunch of stuff and cook food. Um, big fan of grilling. Mom cooked. My brother was the athlete jock growing up. And I kind of just like stayed home with mom and cooked. <laughs> There's nothing super, wrong with that. Super lame, but I love it, and uh, I don't care what anybody says. Um, but when you're talking about kitchen fails, um, in order to learn how to cook, you have to learn how to not <laughs> cook. Yeah. Um, looking back, there's two things that I can think of off the top of my head, and um, one. Can't be honest. Excuse me. I'm sorry. One is uh, shortly after we got our first house uh, when I cooked the pork chops. Oh, man. That was horrible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I, when I cook, I, I like to cook meat. That's my specialty is cooking meat of any kind. Yeah. And I never, I never really cooked pork. As far as pork chops are concerned. Yeah. I mean, I've cooked like pulled pork, crock pot, and that kind of stuff. But pork chops specifically, for some reason, I just, I can't, I can't get them. 
to not be yeah, dry no. as a bone. It's so crazy. I, so I bought I bought these little thin, not thin. Well, I guess they were kind of thin, but the little boneless pork chops. And I put them, put some seasoning on them and stuff. And I put them in the oven and like baked them. And they were like freaking hockey pucks. Yeah, I was just kind of like, <laughs> look, you can cook a lot of things. But this one you should really just leave it to your mom. It was awful. Your mom makes yeah, great pork chops. Yeah, my mom makes the most amazing pork chops. But eat. And I have made them like that, like fried them before. And they've been really good. Right, right. I have. Right. But every time I do it, you refuse to eat them. You're like, oh, I can't. I'm not eating it. house stinks. I just, that's the, that is like my biggest pet peeve is frying things in the house because that smell of grease I love grease it. It is reminds stuck. me of growing up. No, it gets stuck in your house and on your clothes for days. It takes days to yeah, get that out. That's days you get to think back on how good them pork chops no, were. You know, it, and it just keeps reminding and I you. I think what ruined it for me. Because, like, I remember going to my grandparents' house growing up, and you could, like, smell it when you got to the front door if she was frying pork chops or chicken wings or something. But I really think it was from working in a sports bar and just yeah. being around the fr- the fried, the chicken wings, the oil, coming home smelling like it at 2 o'clock in the morning. That just kind of ruined it for me. And now I just hate the smell of grease. Like, I don't want to be around anything that's being fried, or at least, like, fried outside. Oh, God, I love it. I love it. I used to, uh, I got to shop all this yawning. I used to come home from school growing up. I used to come home from school growing up, and my mom would be in the kitchen frying something. I mean, just like every other night. And, and the whole house would smell so good. And then whatever she fried, she would use the grease that was left to make gravy with. Yeah. And I just, I just like don't even know where those times went. Because yeah. that was the most like magic. And I didn't, I took all of that for granted. <laughs> like yeah. didn't care a bit about it. But those were such good meals, man. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They were so good. But anyway, back to the pork chops. So, kitchen fail, pork chops, uh, one, Kindle, zero. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Um, mine would probably be, I was back in high school, and we were in home ec. So, I mean, it's still a kitchen, so I guess it counts. But we were making, <clears throat> like, homemade chocolate chip cookies, like, from scratch. Mm. And... I mean, we have the recipe. It's pretty much super simple, like follow it to a T, and yeah. they'll come out perfect. Well, me and my group or whatever, I don't know if somebody just misread it, but it called for like, I don't know, like one and a half teaspoons of baking soda yeah, or baking powder, whatever. And um, we put one and a half cups Mm. And so, like when they were, how did cooking, y'all confuse a teaspoon with a cup? I don't know, man. That's a this lot. is a bunch of like ninth grade That's girls. A lot. So, but at the time, like it didn't look any different. It was fine. So, like we put these cookies in the oven, and when like they were baking, we were like looking at them and I was like, oh my gosh, these things look so good. We pulled them out; they were huge, and they looked perfect. We were like, man. Ark's cookies look so much better than everybody else's. Like, what did we do? And um, our I remember our teacher came by and she 
she already knew that we had messed up something. And when she bit into it, it was like, you could just see it on her face. like Disappointment. It was like, it was horrible. And so we failed, obviously. <laughs> and um, didn't even get to like share them with the rest of the class. So I took them home. And I gave them to people on the bus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were like trying to spit them out the window while we were going on the road. Oh, God. And so then I got home and I got off at my grandparents' house. And I went in because I was like, this is probably the funniest trick ever. And I was like, Mama, we made homemade from scratch chocolate chip cookies. And you've got to have one. They are so good. What? And Why she, would y'all do that to her? That's so weird. She bit into this thing and like she said... This tastes like a salt block. <laughs> it was horrible. We failed, but we thought it was the funniest thing ever. And we got so many people with it. But they were huge. Like They were like gigantic hockey Ooh, pucks, basically. That's gross. But, it's nasty. Yeah, I mean, and besides, I don't know. I'm sure I've like burnt things along the way. But that's just like the first thing that came to my mind when I read the little prompt. Yeah. You know, I can't really recall... Anything that, since we've been together, that you've, like, just specifically, like, bombed, I mean, yeah. food-wise. Well, I, can't I appreciate really, that. <laughs> I can't really name anything off the top of my head, so that's a good... Uh, I think there's been things that we were like, oh, next time we should, like, swap this for this. Or we Might should just make not do this Or just, yeah, like, wasn't horrible, yeah. but wasn't really yeah. great. Yeah, that's true. I think... uh another one that I had was when we were staying with my parents um, and I wanted to make those ravioli things. Oh, those are gross. <laughs> I was pregnant then. Yeah. I was like, was, I was not, that when you were pregnant? Yeah, because I said, I, I am not touching this. Well, one of the, one of the, growing up, one of the things that I enjoyed doing most with my mom was we would see something on TV and we would because we watched a lot of cooking shows and, uh, and I still do to this day. That's a lot of what I watch. Um, and when you see something that one, you've never made and looks really good, you want to go and buy all of the stuff to do it with and then come home and do it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I get what you're saying though. Y'all would see it on TV and want to do it and just get up and that's just so that's so your mom though yeah see something gotta just do it like let's just go and do it and so we went and or i went and i told i texted her that day when she was at work and i told her i said we're gonna make ravioli tonight and she said okay sounds good so i got all the flour and the egg and everything we're gonna make the pasta from scratch Mm -hmm. and so i made the little tower of flour and but i just i didn't know how to do it and i'd never done it before and uh it it was just an absolute disaster and mm. the the raviolis were big they looked like license plates <laughs> they were huge <laughs> and um they just were gross and uh but i tr- everyone tried to play it off like it wasn't and i knew it was and so i just kind of we just didn't talk about it anymore after well, that well i just i didn't even eat one so <laughs> Mom was like, "Here, try this, to Dad. You try this," <laughs> and uh, so that was that was pretty bad. So I probably won't make any more raviolis for a while. Yeah, uh, it was fun trying to make them though. 
Yeah. You have to like actually make the pasta, roll it out, and cut them and See, pack I them. Just, and I love that the idea fun. of making things from scratch, but like making noodles is just not it. <laughs> but I, I it's 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 fun though. I mean, it's a fun. I get when I say fun, I mean it's like a, it's almost like a, you're doing a craft. Yeah. And uh, I enjoy that part. Um. Yeah, I think that's probably. There's nothing else on your kitchen fails no, list. That, that was really it. <clears throat> um. So, moving into a little kind of a more serious topic. Um. So it's no secret that our parents' generation is in their what i mean your your mom's younger but 50s and 50s 60s. and 50s and 60s your mom's 50 right yeah she just turned 50 yeah just turned my mom just turned 50 that's crazy <laughs> um that's insane um but there's it's no secret that that generation grew up in a different time right than we did and they didn't have a lot of the things that we have. And sometimes, some some parts of it, they worked hard so that we could have some of the things that we have. Mm-hmm. Now, does that mean that they live a little bit of a different way? Yes. Did they live a different way back then? Yes. So, here's the question. What are some things that your... Our, the boomer generation, our parents' generation. Our parents aren't the boomers. Though. What are they? Your grandparents are the boomers. So what are our parents? They're just generation whatever. Generation whatever. They have a name, though. Yeah. Oh, they were the boomers. No. There's the... I'm pretty sure the boomers are your grandparents. Because they're the ones that were born from the... like. I could be wrong. Can I like Google? Yeah, look it up. Okay. I'm curious. Age range for boomer, baby boomers. So, boomers one is 1946 to 1954. So, that's like 70 to 78 years old right now. And boomers two... It says, a.k.a. Generation Jones. Generation Jones? Yeah, it's from 1955 to 1964, and that's like ages 60 to 69. And then Generation X. So they're Generation X. Generation X is 1965 <laughs> to 1980, which is ages 44 to 59. Yeah. So your dad is a Generation Jones, he's and your mom a, a, is <laughs> Generation X, and so he, is my mom. He's a Jones, and mom's is an X. Yeah, because the baby boomers are the ones who were born as a result, like after the war. Mm-hmm. Where there was like peace everybody and everybody came was home, and came then everybody made babies, and, <laughs> and all them babies were the baby boomers. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I get it now. So that your grandparents sense. are the baby boomers. So... Back to the original question. What are some things that your parents' generation does or says or things that they do or believe that really 
really just gets on your nerves? Oh, God. There's like so many. <laughs> <laughs> and I really feel like, <clears throat> I definitely feel like it's more, um, I don't know, because like your dad's a good bit older than my mom. That's like yeah. a my dad's 15, like, 20, my dad's not like 20 years. My dad's like 65, 66. No, no, there ain't no way. You think? Maybe your mom just turned yeah, like fifty eight. They're the same age difference than we are, so as we are. Six years. Yeah, so he's Yeah. Yeah, roughly sixty four, sixty five. Yeah. Um so like my mom not so much, but like your parents like I guess the sixty year olds right now. They just and I like I believe in hard work. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to work for, I believe in working for what you have. Yeah. And I'm not saying that, I don't, I don't know. It's that generation believes that you have to work so hard and basically kill yourself. Like, they believe that the hard way is the only way. Yeah. And I'm not talking about, like, cutting corners and, like, doing a half-butt job. Mm-hmm. I just mean, like, there could literally be an easier way. And they're mm-hmm. just not going to do it. Yeah. And they will have... They are not going to listen to yeah. anything that you oh, have yeah, to offer. Sure. Oh, yeah. Like, it could be, hey, if you use this instead of this, it would take you, like, half an hour less. No. Well, a, this is how my daddy she did it back in the day. I saw him do it. It just that <laughs> irks my nerves so bad. Like, just try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just try it one time. Yeah. Oh. Well, what's something specific? Um. Do you have something specific? I've got about only five. Easily. Okay, well, name your first one so my I can kind of get okay. my, my, my mind going. Um, my first one is that, um, so when your parents retire, so growing up, your parents, um, my parent, my dad worked all, a lot. I mean, he worked all the time. And when he wasn't at work, he was at home and either sleeping or getting ready to go back to work or he had a few days off and was doing things around the house. Um, there wasn't a lot of other time. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's almost like when they retired, they forgot about that. They forgot how that was immediately. As soon as like hung up the hat, retired, forgot about it. And what I mean by that is they'll like, for example, I work, you know, with my schedule, I work a good, a fair amount, pretty good bit. Um, and there's not like, there's some things that, yes, I would love to have three, four hours on a day off to tackle and get done around the house, but just don't have freaking have time. Yeah. And, <clears throat> they'll be, they'll be like but there's some things that can wait yeah that don't need to be done right now like for example there's a building in our backyard that my my parents gave us we put it together 
Now, when it got, when we got it, it came with a handle that goes on the front door. Have I put that handle on there yet? No. Do I have the handle? Yes, I do. But every time my parents come over, I see you still haven't got the handle on that building out there yet. <laughs> Pisses me off, dude. Yeah. I mean, I just don't have time. I got so many other things that need to be done that are more important than putting a handle on a plastic building when I can just pull the door open. Yeah. Just, I get it, but I also, I guess I see the flip side because... I'm sure in his mind, if it's so minuscule and it's so not such a big deal, why hadn't you done it yet? Just do it and get it over with. Yeah, but but that's the thing. Like once they're retired, they don't they forget of how they forget how rushed everything yeah. is. Yeah. And especially they they haven't had a small child in their house in thirty years. Right. <laughs> you know, and we've got a two and a half year old who's running around. I mean, just dragging toys everywhere and pulling stuff and and getting into stuff and you're you're constantly watching her or you're trying to work on something or do something and there's there's just no time in between those individual things for you to take some random task home yeah and to them well, like to them that's like they're like why hadn't you gotten around to that yet <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that just drives well, me Well, like insane. the pictures that I ordered like two months ago, like we still haven't yeah, we haven't hung them up. Yeah, and you know, granted, have we probably had time a couple of times? Yeah, but but it's also I think it it's the schedule that you work. Yeah, because you are on night shift. Mm -hmm. It just it, it when you're when you have a day off, that whole first day of you being off is ruined. Yeah, because you don't even wake up till after lunch yeah so that whole first half of the day is wasted and then yeah. you have to like wake up and i mean like it takes you two hours to get woke up <laughs> yeah and then it's three o'clock in the afternoon yeah so it's no, like you're not wrong. You're <clears throat> well not the whole wrong. day's gone you're not so, wrong. <laughs> and it's like oh you wake up gotta figure out what's for dinner do laundry yeah clean the kitchen go back to bed yeah <laughs> it's just like a never-ending cycle yeah it is I mean, it, it will end at some point, but it's just, it's one of those things that you just can't necessarily see the end. Yeah. But you just kind of have, it's just one of those seasons where you just have to kind of push through, you know? Yeah. Like by the time the pictures get hung up on the wall, they're going to be like two years old and I'm going to need <laughs> new ones. Oh, uh, that's funny. You're not, probably not wrong. No, What's they're getting hung tomorrow. I hate to break it to you. You think that? No, they are. You think that? <laughs> they are. You know how to use a hammer? Yeah, I sure will. <laughs> What's yours? What's my what? Oh, the boomer thing. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if it is. I don't. <laughs> I, there's so many to pick from. <laughs> um, and I don't know if it's like this for all of them. Or if it's just from being around your parents. <laughs> but <laughs> there is nothing, nothing, and maybe it's just me, but there is absolutely nothing that you can do for them, give them, cook for them, that doesn't need something on top of it. <laughs> Like, I have never, like, when we lived with your parents, like, I would, 
That was that was very mentally trying for you. It was, and the like the first go round, I was pregnant, so it made I was super emotional about it. All hormones. When the the first time we stayed there, um, obviously, like I didn't want your mom to have to cook every single night. Like we're grown adults, we can help and do dinner. So I would fix dinner. Yeah. And if I, I just feel like this is so rude. If I fix dinner, like meat sides bread made sure you got vegetables yeah. you got tea to drink like the whole shebang yeah and you come in and ask oh well do we have any of, do we have any of this or oh i think i got a can of this or there's a bag of this in the freezer we can we can heat that up and put with it real quick <laughs> but why or if i make biscuits oh we ain't got no cornbread <laughs> Maybe we should make some cornbread real quick. But I just made a whole thing of biscuits. <laughs> like yeah. that irks my nerves, and it it really would it bothered me so bad when I was pregnant because I remember um, I made a chicken pot pie, <laughs> <laughs> and chicken pot pie is a one dish meal. It's literally your bread, your meat. And your vegetables mm-hmm. in one thing. And I remember making that and your dad coming in there and being like, do we have, do we have a can of beans or something that we can open and heat up with this real quick? And your mom was like, Wayne, no, it's one dish. He's like, but we need, we just got to have something. Something to go And it just made it. me so upset. Like, why is nothing that I do for you good enough? <laughs> And the the reality though is that that is that is one hundred thousand percent not the mindset. I know that it's it does but not so come. It does not come from a bad place. It just is a different. But but it's really not though because if I was to walk in, if my grandma was still living, and I walked in her house after she cooked, I I don't know. Grilled chicken, had sliced tomatoes, mac and cheese, corn, biscuits, and tea. If I walked in and said, you don't have any corn ready? (laughs) Can we open up a can of corn or something real quick to put with this? Like, we we got to have something. You're right. That That is so rude and disrespectful. (laughs) That is just so uncalled for. (laughs) Go sit down. This person slaved their butt off to make you dinner. Now shut up and eat it. That is so funny. I don't, and that just no. I, I'm with you. I agree. I agree with you on that. And I don't know if it's boomers in general, or if it's just, or not boomers, but Generation Jones. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe but, Generation Jones had it had it going on. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Oh, I got one more. Okay. So that generation believes in working hard. You. You know, you work your whole life, you retire, you've got retirement, you live the rest of your life, you leave a will, whoever dies, they got, you know, who gets what, all this other Mm -hmm. stuff. I have never understood, and this is probably going to make me sound like a prodigal son or something, but if you're alive and you have... You have money of any sort, and your grown kids, especially in like today's time, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. when the economy is horrible. Yeah. And it's hard. It's hard to just be an adult, like a young adult right now. Yeah. And they're trying, they're like, they're a young family. They're trying to get on their feet, get a, get established, get a house, land, whatever it is. And you have the option and you have the capability to help them. Mm-hmm. But you don't. You let them just struggle because, oh, well, they're going to get it when I die. But It's going to make them but, strong. It's yeah, gonna make, it's going to make them strong. It's going to make them strong. And I'm sure it will. Yeah. But at the same time, why would you want your children to suffer and struggle? Like, yeah. I understand that it is good for kids to yeah. learn that. The value if you of know hard that, work. If you know that's what they need. Yeah, yeah, that's different. But like, if Joe comes to us at twenty-two, mm-hmm. say she's like not married. I don't want her to be married at twenty-two. But I agree. <laughs> um, like you know, she's that. working her butt off. She's got a good job. She's responsible, and she's like found a house or yeah. land or she wants to build whatever it is. And she's like, "This is what I'm thinking. This is what I know I can afford." Yeah. If she, whatever it is, if we have it, why would we not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, like, who no, are we I, to be I, so I selfish to not help agree. our child? But that generation agree. believes, like, nobody gets anything until you're dead. And I get it. It's an inheritance. Yeah. But my thing is, is I would want to see, I would want to see my kids flourish from that inheritance while I'm alive, if I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I want to see what all my hard work pays off for. Yeah, no, I I hundred percent agree with you. I just think that uh, the ans the there is no answer to that question. Yeah, the only answer to that question is oh well. Yeah, I mean it is, <laughs> but I've just never understood that, that. Like why? And I think that it develops through the it way did. that they were raised, and but well, and, and you also have to look at the the time that they were raised in. Yes, they had issues and economy issues and whatever it may be growing up but also they getting attaining the american dream was so much simpler yeah back then yeah. you you worked hard you saved up your money you bought a house or, or whatever it may be but there wasn't it wasn't as difficult as it is today right and I don't mean that like it was cheaper. It was probably equivalent. You know, yeah. you know what I mean. Like yeah. they still worked for their money, and then they had to save up and buy it. Same way we do. But there's so many more rules and regulations and, oh, yeah. and things now. There's so much more debt involved with it now that yep. you could walk up on just about any street 50 years ago, and three weeks later start building a house on on a piece of land on that street. Right. But now, I mean, you're months and years sometimes away from, and and lawyers and mortgages and banks and, you know, notices and all kinds of, I mean, it's it's just so much harder now. Yeah. And that's one of my pet peeves is that that generation doesn't understand how much more difficult it is now to for us to have what they had at our age. Yeah. At their when they were our age. Yeah. Well, it's like I I remember. I know this sounds really un ungrateful, but it just it just gets on my nerves. Yeah. Well, I remember talking 
to your dad and he was telling uh he was telling me that when they built that house it was like eighty seven thousand dollars. Yeah. And that house is probably like over three hundred thousand dollars worth right now. Yeah. And and I know the value of the dollar changes, blah blah blah. Yeah. But if I know he said that they started it and then Hugo hit yeah. So it was like delayed for like four months. Yeah. But he told me that estimated time to build a house back then was like eight weeks. Yeah. Twelve weeks. Yeah. And I'm like, how? Yeah. Now it's because like a year. Because that's a stick built yeah. brick home. Oh yeah. And now like our my friend, they've been they were in a camper for a year and before that was living with her brother. Yeah. And it took like. A year and a half to get basically the same size house built. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. And it's just, that's absurd. And I think that there could be a little more grace there when it comes to the um, looking on and see, because, and God, I don't even want to imagine how how much diff, different and difficult it's going to be for like our daughter when she's our age. Yeah. Trying to get something of her own and i can't imagine the thought of being like of her saying i, I need help and yeah. and and us saying ah i have to figure it out yeah <laughs> you know what i mean I it just, ain't your turn i can't imagine doing that yeah i can't either because and i think we the, know the reason is because it's so difficult for us to get what we have yeah like, it was such a process. That is why we will be so much more willing to help her. Probably, because I think, I don't think your parents and that generation understands, like what you were saying, how much more red tape there is. Like, we literally bought level, cleared land, basically yeah. pasture, yeah, ready to build on land. And it was still like, running a circus just to get a septic tank put in oh yeah and like unbelievable and we didn't even build a house the amount of inspections we just ordered and one stuff. yeah 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 <laughs> and it's this still, house was built in a warehouse somewhere yeah and it, to think that they just built a two-story brick home mm -hmm. in six weeks back then yeah and i'm sure it was like you go to the bank one time all right here's the loan pay the contractor yeah. And now it's like you got to take draws out. There has to be inspections for every part. It's it has to be signed off dude. on sixty million inspectors. And yeah, I just uh, and I just don't like one person with the check of a page can shut your whole stuff down. Yeah, you know? like but I don't back know. then it's like oh yeah, plug it in. Yeah, <laughs> you know, here's the power. <laughs> here's, the power. <laughs> here's the power. Um, and uh, I think it's just one of those. You know, when people used people talk about the time and how things used to be, and they say, man, it would have been so much simpler to live back then. I don't necessarily think that it would have been, it would have been difficult in other ways, but I just wish that there was more grace on the back end from that generation to say, man, I'm glad that we didn't have to go through all the stuff that y'all are having to go through. Yeah, and you never hear them say that. Ever. It's more like, oh, well. It's, oh, you got, you know, it's, oh, that's, man. It's either. I would have kept looking. Yeah. Like, dude, this is all we could find. What do you mean? Yeah, you They're not making more land. Yeah. yeah. 
I'd have kept looking. It's either that or they already know how to do it. They already, I done been there and done that. And yeah. I'm like, but you haven't. But you haven't. Because there's like 30 more steps. Yeah. Y'all signed this on a napkin when you got yours. And you. This is a two inch, stick, two inch thick stack of paper at a lawyer's office. Yeah. I just, I feel like they would feel differently if they had to go through. Oh, man, it would be a nightmare for whoever's orchestrating that. Well, it's just like if my my mom and them, yeah, it's if, gonna if be they sell and buy at the same time, they're not going to know what to do. Yeah, now, we've be... done it several times. Yeah. And even then, we're still like calling our realtor every yeah. two hours like, what yeah. do we do? What do we sign? Yeah. What Absolutely. time do we meet? 100%. And they think they're just I, like, they probably think they're just going to like, artists for sale. Yeah. We got a buyer. Meet me at the lawyer's office. Yeah, like there's like 500 documents you've got to figure out before yeah. then. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> unbelievable. It scares me for them. Yeah, and uh, I think that uh, if I had to say one more, I think I know we're heaping on the heaping on the garbage pile of our parents' generation, but one more is that. And this one just really burns me. Um, I actually had this conversation with somebody at work the other day. Um, yesterday, actually. Somebody who's newly married, who's thinking about having kids soon or wanting to try to have kids. Um, that when you are a one-income household and... A, a one-income household in 2023 or 2024 is a lot different than a one-income household in 1990 mm -hmm. or 1980. Mm -hmm. And back then, the... I mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with this. I'm just saying this is how it was. Back then, the man went to work. He came home. He slept, he woke up, went back to work. Everything was done for him. The woman did everything at home. Yeah. Took care of the kids, did everything. All he had to do was go to work, come home, sleep, go back to work, right. make the money. Now, was there anything wrong with that? I, I don't think so. It's whatever. It's right. just a time. It's just a fact. Now, is it still 1980 or 1990? No. It's 2024. When the man has a child in 2024, the reality of the matter is that when you come home, you're not sitting in a recliner smoking cigarettes watching the news. <laughs> you're not. Yeah. You're, you're helping with the kid. You're doing things around the house. You're you're doing things you yeah. have life to live and your wife needs help at home it just is what it is and the fact that that generation sees our generation the men and they see us doing more than just going to work and coming home and going to sleep they see that as us getting shorted on our deserved rest time. And 
I talk to a lot of people. I'm not specifically talking about my father. I'm just talking about people in that, men in that generation. Women in that generation do not say this, in my opinion. But men in that generation, when they look at us young fathers, I say young, I'm 31, but. I mean, you're a father to a young child. Yeah. When those men look at us, they say things like, my God, are you getting enough sleep? Um, I don't see how you're doing it. I don't see how you could do that. I'd have never been, I'd never be able to do that. Uh, and it just burns me up inside. They're like, that's not safe. You're going to, you're going to get hurt getting well, us enough sleep. But you want to know why this generation is like that is because <clears throat> those dads were absent. They weren't there because they just. Work, slept, they saw you for two hours, I know. went to bed. And I feel like because of that, like, yes, you you support, you respect them for what they did. They provided. Yeah. But they weren't there. Yeah. And I feel like that's like the, the flip side of it now is you want to be able to do a little bit of both because yeah. you you remember how it felt when they weren't there for everything. Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like that's what's happening in our generation now is the dads. Well, I mean, we say that, but I mean, they're, they're still piece of crap dads Yeah. <laughs> in every generation, but all over the place, um, for the majority people like you and our friends, they're, we're they're, trying to do the, to be the, uh, the, the nuclear family father while at the same time still being somewhat present. Yeah. And assisting where we can. Yeah. Now, on the back end, is there some reality to what the older people are saying? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You are way, way, way more tired and you get less sleep. But you also have, you also remember living with your family. Yeah. You were, you, you have those memories of your child yeah. being small. Exactly. Um, and some, I just, I don't know. It they just, only have one childhood. Yeah. I agree. And they're either going to remember you being there or they're not. And you don't get a second chance once you're retired and like, oh, I'll do it when I, yeah. when I'm done. Yeah. No, cause they're grown. And then you try to make up for it being a grandparent. And then they don't want to be around you. <laughs> yeah. Um, it just burns. I don't know. It just burns me up when people are when another a grown person from that generation is questioning whether I get enough sleep or not. Do you do you not think? Like we know you do don't you get not, enough. Do you not think that I would do something if I noticed that I was not getting enough sleep? Like I'm not going to unsafely allow myself right to not sleep. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. But they that that generation, they also believe that they can't function without 10 to 12 hours of sleep. And that's yeah. just not even the case. Yes, yeah, true story. Like it's been proven an adult really truly only needs between 6 to 8 hours of sleep. Yeah. Do we want more than that? Oh yeah. Yes. But you can function plenty on 68 hours, 6 to 8 hours of sleep a day yeah. if you're you know eating right and you're not mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like there's other factors oh, into yeah. that oh, yeah. you can't drink mountain dew and eat cheetos every day <laughs> and think you can get by on five hours of sleep yeah it's gonna catch up with you mm-hmm. but that just yeah that that's it just a big, gets, it gets on my nerves man it really like 
And you know that digs into my they soul. They mean well. They just, and I know that they're it's coming from a place of them just like legitimately being concerned for you because that's all that they know to measure it to is what they did, and that's to them. It, to them, that's the gold standard. And I get that, but like just. In my opinion, if it's not something that's, if I don't see you doing something uh, that I, that I can physically see as detrimental to your health or that's like, I mean, obviously if I walk in and you're shooting up heroin, I'm going to say, hey, stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not going to intrude on your way of life and say, Hey, I don't think the way that you're doing things is a yeah. good idea. You know what I mean? Well, like and, that, you're an adult. It's and, your decision. And also, you do what you're gonna do. The you know? like oh, the one income household aspect of it is it, still not really a one income household because at this point in life, your wife probably has some form of like side hustle that she's trying to do to help, yeah. and so. Like, the, the role of being a, I guess, housewife or mom, whatever, stay-at-home mom, that hasn't changed. Like, you still raise your kid, cook, clean, yeah. all that stuff. And then there's plenty of moms that do all of that mm-hmm. and work, and they see their kid just as much, if not less, than the dad does. Mm-hmm. And you just, it's a struggle in today's society between do you go to work and let other people raise your kid and you see them for two to three hours in the evening, put them to bed, do it all over again. Mm-hmm. Or do you sacrifice the the pay cut to give your child mm-hmm. those memories of a of a good childhood? Yeah. And being home with them. Because it's, there's a value to both. Yeah, there is. And one you your kids f- your kid's gonna grow up and say, My parents worked to provide mm-hmm. they both worked and then on the flip side they also they can grow up and say my parents worked and sacrificed a lot mm-hmm. so they could be with us like i don't feel like there's sure. disrespect either yeah. way yeah. it's just a personal decision yeah yeah it's aggravating when you think about um when you try and predict how your child is going to feel about the way you raised them. <laughs> yeah, because they might grow up and think they weren't there. They worked all the time. Yeah, they, who cares about money, you know? Yeah, like you should have been there. And then the other one should have been, could be like, God, they never left me alone. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they yeah, might. We, we had a lot of memories, but we freaking ate bologna every day. <laughs> yeah, know? like, and it's so hard to find that happy medium now. Yeah. But, Especially now, because everything in this world is just like, "Hey, look, you need this. You got to have this." You gotta, yeah, it's stupid. There's so much outside mm-hmm. pressure, in uh, outside influence mm-hmm. on the family. Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of leads me into the next, and I would assume <laughs> final topic is. Um, so you and I had some conversation this past week um, regarding stress, mm-hmm. and we were both a little stressed out. Um, I was kind of sick, and you were stressed. I was stressed. We were all kind of stressed and anxious, and not from one specific thing, but 
just from uh, a multitude of things kind of culminating together at one time. And we had some conversation about it, and I just thought it would be good for us to just kind of discuss just for a few minutes what... Um, <clears throat> Because there's a lot, and I and I know this for a fact because I see it at work all the time. There's a lot of couples that are our age who, whether they have kids or not, do not know how to discuss their issues or worries or stress. Right things they just don't know how to discuss it with each other so they let it boil and boil and boil and then they just stab each other with it yeah and i'm be honest i felt like stabbing you with it this past week and i felt like you did too yeah um and i don't even rightly off the top of my head remember what specifically started it do you uh i mean i know you were sick and i was sick and i was just not I was not having it. Yeah. You were sick and tired and you were still going to work. And I was just like, just do something about it. (laughs) Yeah. You were pissed. Um, So long story short, I was sick. um, And I had something was going on with my throat. And I had never in my life, in my 31 years of being alive, had a sore throat that hurt that bad. And, um, it was just like the pain in my throat was so crippling that like I couldn't even swallow without it being excruciating pain. And now you've passed it on to me. So I just stopped drinking water and like stopped eating for like two days. And I was just an irritable piece of crap the whole time. And I was super tired and I was going to work and this was my long week to work and, it was just a whole lot. And then the first thing that she, I don't even remember what you had messaged me about. So she, you know, you had a death in the family. Yeah. Um. So there was like plans and stuff going on for that. And it was just all of this stuff culminating together. And I was just, I'm not going to say at wit's end, but I was. I was stressed out to the point to where I didn't want to discuss any new new things. I just yeah. wanted to make it through the crap that we were going through at the moment and be done with it. And we got to talking and you had um you had I ain't going to say mistook, but you thought that we had talked about something that I had blown off and I really hadn't. And I had already looked into it and, and took care of it. Yeah. But I didn't tell you that. Yeah. And it did seem like I didn't care about it. Yeah, It it seemed like such a, but yeah. And, and when you asked me about it, it really just like, I was like, what the heck? I can't have another thing to defend. And be, and I was just... It was just a bad week. It was a bad week. Between you being sick. Yeah. I had a death in the family. And like, we knew that it was coming from last weekend. But it was one of those things yeah. like, 
you're it's like you're one trying, thing after another you're after trying another. to guess when you're gonna have a funeral but you you can't tell people dates and then like work schedules and then they like they needed you to sing and mm, yeah. you weren't feeling good and it, it was just it was just very and on top stressful. of that there was like multiple people that were like man you just you need to get some rest, man. Yeah, and then that... It, it <laughs> that really just, so just freaking pissed me off. Um, and and it's weird because... And the, what I was thinking about while I was at work was... Uh, really, the reason that I wanted to talk about it was because of how differently it affects both parties. Yeah. Um, because of me... Um, you know, thinking through it mentally when I'm at work, when I'm at work, it means that I'm not here. Yeah. It means that I'm not with you. It means that I'm not with Joe and it's for 12 hours. And so I know y'all are lit. It's like y'all are continuing to continuing to live. Yeah. And I'm just like leaving yeah. for a time. So in my mind, I'm disconnected from y'all when I leave and go to work. Right. And in my mind, as a man, that's like, there's some things in life you know you have to do, and there's some things that you know you can do without, mm-hmm. or you can go without doing. And going to work and leaving your family, there is just absolutely no way around it. You have to do that in order for your family to thrive right? in this model. And that just like that that's where my um what's the word my my origin of stress stems from yeah because i want to be here and i want to be involved and i want to do things and i was so sick and aggravated and stuck at work and we were shorthanded at work so we were like you know going hard at work and uh then there's like text messages coming from home and kind of like reminding me that i wasn't at home that there was still things going on without me and it just really like sent me south real quick and but it wasn't on purpose it just affects me in a different way as the husband It, it, it affects me more in the sense of I, I know that I'm not there and that depresses me. Yeah. And I, I know that I have to be here doing this, but at the same time, I don't want to be because I'm sick. And it was just a freaking bad week, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It was definitely a bad week. But I know that it affects us differently because of what you had explained to me about how your ordeal happened the other night. And yeah. Um, I mean, you ain't got to go into detail, but I'm no, just... No, I mean, it's fine. I just... It's just a lot. Because, one, you know, you're... I feel like you're always, as a one-income household, subconsciously, you're, fi- you're always financially aware. Yeah. So, that's always, like, in the back of your mind. And I feel like it's always somehow a little stressor Mm -hmm. oh yeah i mean it's it's just always gonna be you know like 
where if you're not banking six figures and even <laughs> six figures ain't even cut yeah. these days yeah. like um but just trying to still be a mom and run a house keep it together which is not together <laughs> but um like i run a business i just opened a storefront i run social media for other pages uh do other things for other people on the side uh like it, it's just a lot yeah. <laughs> and i don't realize that all of those things are stressors and i know that i created some of that myself when mm-hmm. i opened this business and it's to be expected but i just it's almost like i didn't expect it to physically take a toll on me i guess yeah and so like i don't even know what day it was but it was just a super bad day and i had so much stuff to do and joe just like lost her mind and (laughs) i like came home i had packages missing couldn't track them down i i i'm trying to switch point of sale systems and that's taking an act of congress and you were sick and it, it and it's something about and this is I don't want this to like offend you Please. but it's something about when the men get sick it it's almost like aggravating in a way oh, I know. because it's just like it it's like it it's just a never ending complaint and I don't, I don't take lightly of how bad you were hurting because I have it now and my throat hurts extremely bad. But it's just when you have a toddler that's whining and your husband's whining <laughs> and you've got 700 emails and you've got 45 loads of laundry to wash and your dishes are stacked high in your sink and... <laughs> Your computer system's not working at work, and it, I mean, it's just it mm-hmm. never ends. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, in my mind, I'm like, and I know y- y'all are short at work, blah blah blah. But in my mind, I'm like, if your throat hurts this mf and bad, take a paid sick day that you are given you work (laughs) and you accrue it and it goes on your check every two weeks it is not your problem that you're short-staffed it just like if i'm short-staffed that's my problem because that's my company this isn't your Mm. company just like and i i mean i get it it's not as simple as that whatever (laughs) <laughs> but in the middle she of says it, that because we've already had a conversation about this and she knows how i feel about it yeah but like in the middle of everything else is going on if it's that bad just don't freaking go <laughs> because i i can't there's nothing i can do about it yeah and i know that you and see in my mind in my mind one I, when i'm sick well, let me take this. I take this back. When someone around me that I love is sick, I will one hundred percent do everything that I possibly can to make that person comfortable, get them whatever they need. I will listen to their complaints. I will help them any way that I can. 
Therefore, I always expect someone to do that exact thing for me when I'm sick. So the first thing, when I'm sick and I'm telling someone how bad something hurts, if someone says, yep, been there, that's like shooting me in the forehead. But it's not. That's just. But it is, though. It's really not. We're not. If if we've had that sickness before, I get it. But it's also in in that (laughs) moment, it's you. But that's not what I want to hear. You know what I'm saying? I, I I get that. I it's just, like you cutting off your leg. You having your leg cut off and me being like, well, I had mine cut off at the thigh, so I don't want to hear anything about it. No, that <laughs> it's is It's the not. same thing. It's the same That's thing. That's not it. Because when you're sick, you want to be comforted. And I, I get that. And you know, I'm not like, I feel like I do take care of you, but I do, you do. I'm not... You do, but you're not, not, a, you're not a verbally comforting I'm not, person. I'm not a coddler. Yeah. And I don't want a coddler unless I'm sick. Exactly. And I, but I'm not, period. Yeah, but I need that when I'm sick. <laughs> and that's really hard for me because <laughs> I just want to be like, I, I'm going to get you what you need, but like, I got... <laughs> See, that drives me up the wall. And I, and I hate that because I do hate when you're sick and I do want to help and i will i'll go anywhere get anything do whatever mm-hmm. yeah you're, you're not lying you will it's just I, I don't know it's just it's just different for men versus women yeah it is because you will take care of me and like you you're you're extremely good at it but it's it's just like a i don't know it's like the the tiktoks and the reels that you see that's like when a man gets a cold versus when a woman gets a cold like we still have laundry to do we still have dishes to do we still have this and it's like men get sick if they're not at work they're like decrepit Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's not it's not always like that but it's just that and i think it's just the other part of us that's like born into our brain after we've had a child that's like Nobody, it doesn't matter nothing, how sick we are yeah. we still we still have a child yeah <laughs> and it just it doesn't now granted your parents have been extremely great anytime we've ever been yeah. down and out they're like i'll come get her so that way she doesn't get it and that helps yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. Oh, but yeah. there's just sometimes like there's just there's just nothing to do you're sick yeah, and it doesn't you're sick matter and it is what it is <laughs> but and i just think yeah. I don't know. I think all of that added to the stress, and we were both just like done with it. Yeah, and I like ever since I had Joe, and I had a lot of issues after I had her. And I guess anytime I, even if it's like subconsciously, get stressed out, like I might not even feel like I am, mm-hmm. but just when I sit down and think about it and list it out of everything that's going on in my life, I'm like, Oh yeah, these are a lot of stressors. Yeah. (laughs) But I've been getting these, like, I guess it's anxiety attacks. I don't, I don't know. And I Mm. guess I've had more, I think it is. I guess I've had more of them than I realize, than I I I realize, but I was just, it was that day that was just completely horrible. And you were at work and Joe was being Joe, and I was just sitting on the couch. I, I'd finally like calmed down, and um, 
out of nowhere, like my heart just, just started. It's like it skipped a beat and then it doubled Mm -hmm. and then it felt like it stopped and then it like doubled again. And then I, it's like immediate, like panic sets in. Yeah. Um, because it feels like some of the same symptoms that I had when I had, um, issues postpartum with Joe. And so I immediately like just think, Oh God, like this is happening all over again. And, um, but it's like when it happens, I get completely numb. Like I get tingly all over and then I feel like I'm going to pass out. And then that scares me even more. So yeah. then I start panicking even more because I'm like, I can't pass out. I have a child and I'm here by myself. Yeah. And so then it's like in a split second, I'm like, do I call 911? Like, because yeah. I, I really feel like um, I'm about to lose consciousness. And so I remember, like, I got up, I took a sip of water, and I walked outside because it was freezing cold, and the cold air helped a lot. Yeah. And then it's like, your mind just starts. It's just like worst case scenario over and over and over again. And then you just start, it's like you feel too in tune with your body and you can't tell. Yeah. Okay. Is my arm, is my left arm hurting? (laughs) Like, is it, am I having a heart attack? Like, is this normal? Mm -hmm. And then I just started hyperventilating and I was crying and I couldn't calm down. And I was just like, I'm, I'm having a heart attack. Like <laughs> this is what this is. And it was just weird because the past two times it's happened, it hasn't been when I was super worked up. Yeah. It's always like after the fact when I'm just mm-hmm. sitting either on the computer or watching TV or something and it just like happens. Yeah. And I just I I don't know. I haven't figured out quite how to handle it yet and it's only happened a handful of times and but when you're the thing is is when you're in it you can't differentiate between okay this is anxiety yeah and oh this is a medical problem because you feel yeah like this is a this is a medical issue (laughs) so that's just that's the hard part but once i came out of it a couple hours later um, then I, I mean, I could tell, like I could look back and think, okay, that was definitely not like heart related. That was anxiety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's what people call pan. I don't know if it's panic attack or anxiety attack. I, I don't know. I feel like panic attacks happen when people are in stressful situations. That yeah. doesn't really happen to me. Mm-hmm. It's it like random when I'm super chilled out. And then yeah. I guess it's just like everything. And that's so crazy to me because I would, that would, ne- and I, I'm not, I know I shouldn't say this, but like just that hearing that scenario, that is something that I feel that I would never go through. Yeah. Well, you're also a very laid back person. But I feel <laughs> that my version of that, my version of that is being pushed to the absolute limit and then just giving up as far as mental <coughs> mental Excuse and me. physical exhaustion with packed schedules yeah that's that's my version of that and i feel like there've been times where we've had so much stuff going on that i'm just 
you know, working and we're doing this and this and this and this. And I'm thinking if I can just get through this one day, then I can, I can recharge or I can be okay. And then halfway through that day, I'm like, Oh my God, I don't really know if I'm going to make it through this day. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, I think like that's my version of what you're saying that you went through, but not necessarily in the same sense, but that's kind of my version of that for me. And it's it's so different between you and me of how stress and anxiety affects you versus how it affects me and it's it's weird because i i say that i'm not but i guess it's more of i wasn't um like i didn't have these issues growing up Mm -hmm. like in school even like early adult like i was never a super anxious person yeah and I didn't stress about anything. Like, I didn't get, like, you know, test anxiety or, like, social anxiety. Like, I never had any of that. Mm-hmm. And But my sister does. She has it extremely bad. Mm-hmm. And so it was always hard for me to, I guess, empathize Be with her. compassionate towards yeah. Because I just, I didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I don't even think I became this anxious person until i was pregnant yeah and then it i just feel like it has never has not stopped since and i mean i'm i manage it on my own but and it's it's i feel like it's getting worse as i get older so what would you tell what would you tell someone who is experiencing similar things but doesn't really know like you said how to address it or what yeah what to do well if you you, well i mean it's kind of like you know the first i feel like real one that i had was over the summer when you had to take me to the er yeah um because i i mean i didn't now granted my blood pressure was up but it was because of Mm -hmm the anxiety that I was having, but that I didn't really know that I was having. Um, but they like, they checked me out. They tested me for everything. They were like, you don't have a blood clot. You're not in heart failure again. Like you don't, none of these, you're good. Like it has to be anxiety. And they gave me something to calm me down. And I mean, it worked, it knocked me out, but (laughs) I felt better so I definitely feel like if you if you don't know what it is and it's never happened, I would definitely say the first time or, you know, whenever you realize, okay, something's happening, I would go and get checked out mm-hmm. and rule out everything because you don't want to. And I think that's almost another part of where my anxiety comes from because when all of that stuff happened postpartum with Joe, I tried to sweep it off. And I mm-hmm. was like, yeah. I'm just exhausted. I'm a new mom. I haven't slept. Like, mm-hmm. I just got home from the hospital. Like, it's just, I'm just tired. Yeah. And then it was not that at all. And it was a lot of other things. But I definitely think you should, I'm not saying run to the ER, but 
if you feel like you should, definitely go. Make sure everything is clear that you don't have any other issues going on. And then focus on what what you can control. And that was my thing the other day when it happened. When I slowly started to calm myself down. Like mm-hmm. I was talking to my mom and she was like, you have to take like super deep breaths. And it hurts so bad when you're trying to do it. Mm-hmm. But it really does help. And then as you're, I guess, calming down, you have to start thinking about like, okay, all these stressors, I can't control. There's nothing that I can do to fix things right now. So what can you control in this moment? And I just immediately got up and like, Mm -hmm. I cleaned our room top to bottom. I organized our closet. It was just giving me something to do that made me feel in control. Mm Mm-hmm. And I also spent like a good 15 minutes of just like praying because Mm -hmm. I was like, Lord, I don't know if I'm dying or if this is anxiety, (laughs) but if it's anxiety, then I need you to just Mm. calm me down. And if I can't calm down, then I guess I'll go to the hospital. But like, Lord, you got, you've got to intervene now. (laughs) Um, But there's, there's all kinds of things that you can do. And I could tell that like my heart rate was still high. So, um, like I took like my blood pressure medication and, um, like a lot of people they'll use, you know, like CBD things to calm, to calm them. And I never really understood that until the other day when Mm -hmm. I took it. Yeah. And I didn't even take like, I mean, they're like gummies. I didn't even take even half of one. It was like the smallest little bite and I could tell there wasn't like a high from it or anything like that. It genuinely like just made me calm down and it, it brought me back to reality very quickly. Um, but there's, I mean, there's lots of different things, but I would definitely, um, I'd say at bare minimum, at least talk to your partner about it. Yeah. Because if they don't know, they can't help you. Yeah. If you hide that stuff from your significant other, it it doesn't it normally doesn't end well yeah um because they don't know what kind of boat you're in you know yeah and then it just happens one day and they're around and, and like, they don't the know what to do <laughs> yeah but well, it, think, it's crazy yeah. yeah stress affects us all differently yeah and it's just so funny like to hear you talk about being stressed out you even talk about it in a chilled way yeah and that it just i just want to be like uh, like you don't get it <laughs> i get it I you just, do get it it's just in a different way it's a different way yeah and it's hard for the other party to understand how what that different way is and how it is equal to theirs yeah that's the real battle yeah that is because is subconsciously you're thinking yeah he might be stressed out but he he he's not even close to what i am yeah or vice versa. She doesn't even know what the kind of stuff I'm dealing with. Yeah. And that's why it's so beneficial to talk about it. Yeah, it is. And I also think um, a big part, I don't want to say a big part of my problem, but I can't tell people no. Yeah. I'm such a people pleaser <laughs> and not as in I'm going to change me for anybody else because that's not going to happen. But 
I can't, if people need me or ask me to do something. She can't say no. I can't say no. And so I just, it's like I add so much onto my plate and yeah. I can't, I can't space Until it out. So the plate turns into a tray. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm drowning and I'm yeah. like, God, I promised this person I would do this for them and this and this yeah. and this. And I really had to just learn to say no. And then I always feel so guilty and I'm like, but what if they really needed that? And then I have to tell <laughs> yeah. myself, like, I'm not the only person in this pl- on this yeah. planet that can do these things. That's a fact. But it's it's just hard when you're that type of person. And yeah. I know there's like, I don't know what I am. I know there's all kinds of like personality tests that tell sure. you what type. I would you be are. interested to see what your personality. We should type do it. Is. What's we it should. called? It's a. We can we can look it up. We'll look it up. Yeah. There's a bunch of different ones, but there are some, Maybe there's some good ones. Maybe we should take the test over this next week and then come back and talk, talk about, about what it. types we are. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. That'll be good. That'll be cool. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But that was good. Yeah. That was um, a lot. I need something to drink. That was a lot. I need something to drink, too. You got anything else to add? No, I'm good. You good? Yeah. All your peace, peace spoken? Yeah. All right. All right, guys, we appreciate you listening to week three. Uh, We'll be back and we'll see you again in week four. Hope you guys have a great week.